We're on episode 94. We're six episodes away from 100. What'd you get me for our 100th episode? I don't know. I don't know what to get you for your 100th episode. Probably a small paycheck. Hmm. (laughs) They said this wouldn't pay. Yeah. Here's your $20. (laughs) You only notice, you only remember the bad things. It's like when you have a... Uh, when you have a bad race, you remember that one more than, uh, than when you don't. Yep. That's kind of funny. Uh, point in fact. So two weeks ago at the, at the, the, uh, salt city challenge, second Mm -hmm. main, I just obliterated Mm -hmm. Ken Peterson at the the end of the straightaway. And I, I totally didn't mean to do it. Like, Uh I mean, clearly I don't like running into people period, but yeah, I mean, this one was pretty bad and, 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 uh, I thought we were going to go through faster through this corner at the end of the straightaway. It didn't happen. So anyways, so all I could remember was like 2000 or 2001, something like that, where I just completely annihilated Ken Peterson at regionals once. <laughs> there was one time that I was falling around David. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you this story at the 2013 hobby Haven shootout. I was third in mod four wheel drive in like the last corner of the last lap. He's just on one and just, runs into my car and wrecks me and goes past for third place. Remember that? And, uh, it was like six years later, maybe more like five. And I'm following him around the track is in the main. And he was a spot ahead of me. And I was like, Hey David, do you remember the hobby Haven shootout from 2013? (laughs) (laughs) And he pulled over. Like I was kidding. He just pulled over and stopped. I was like, dude, I was joking. I was like, hey, how about that Hobby Haven shootout from 2013, David Fast? (laughs) 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 And he like stopped. I was like, man, I'm sorry. I was just trying to be funny. I know. (laughs) Ever since then, I've never said stuff like that. It's weird how David, David Fast keeps getting brought up on our on our podcast. But I wonder I wonder if he stopped racing at the Plex or stopped racing RC cars in general because um of that one time at the the short course showdown where he took me out while I was in second and I got mad for like five minutes. I don't know. I Whatever really, it is. I feel really bad about that. He needs to start racing again. Yeah, he does. I miss David Fast. I, I used to stay uh, at his house when we go to Hobby Haven and uh, say goodnight to his, he had these, he had these uh, like, we used to call them the weasels like Scott and I did. Mm. They're the shaved like Shih Tzu dogs. Yeah. And, uh, we, I, I had to, like, I got up in the middle of the night and tell him good night. Like, that's how, that's how messed up I was in his house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got to find these dogs and tell them good night. <laughs> the second house that David had was super nice to stay at. Oh yeah. The, the first one. A, not so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they, yeah. David's house is nice. Yeah. If he still lives there, I think he does. Like heck, I was uh he wasn't even racing anymore. I was still staying at his house. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My house is always open. I got a big basement. I could hold like probably four or five people there. Yeah. We haven't I haven't had a whole lot of people stay over at my house lately. Yeah, I haven't stayed over in a, in a hot minute. I know. I should. I probably should like get the next winter series or yeah. something. You can do that. Cause I work what do I work? I work uh I've been working five to two thirty, and so I get up at four every day. Ugh. Oh, that's my wife. That's what Gretchen does. That'd be a long day to be up till midnight. One does o'clock. your does your significant other watch you get ready for work? No. Oh. No, she's in bed. 
Well, I am too, but like our our bathrooms. So I'm lying this way, and my the bathroom's right there. So I just a lot of times I'll if I get woken up, I'll just sort of spy on my wife, get ready for work. Yeah, makes uh I don't know, makes my mornings better. Uh-huh. I don't know how somebody can be that chipper at four a.m. in the morning. I feel good, but I go to bed at nine. I've been oh. going to bed at nine nine thirty, like a like an old person. It's not old if you get up at four a.m. in the morning. That's Gretchen's been doing that ever since I met her. And I'm a night owl, so it 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 like the, the basically from like from like nine o'clock till whenever I go to sleep, which is usually like one or two a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like that's my me time. I think that's why our yeah. marriage is so good. Like that's my like I get no interruptions, no nothing except for Emerson now that he's older. Well, see, like my wife's at work right now, so I get home at two thirty. I go to the bank, I run errands, I do, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I come home, I'm at home at like three 30 and I do, I've been like, I got my eight scale here. It's like completely rebuilt. Like it almost done. And I got like my gas truck. I think like brand new now. Mm. Like I just put like, uh, those are the things I get to do. And she's at work right now. Like she isn't, she's not going to get home till about 10 probably. Yeah. So yeah, you've got some you time. Yeah. You know, we're not like constantly together. Yeah. Hey, we should host an overnight event at the Plex. Overnight. This is Jason Haley. Super chat. We got a super chat from Jason Haley for 99 cents. Ooh, all right. Put me up for 49 and a half cents. <laughs> uh, we should host a overnight event at the Plex. I've thought about that. I've thought about doing an enduro of some sort. Yeah, um, at night. I thought that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Have to be, be in asleep. The, have to be in the spring or summertime when it's not freezing cold out. You have to do it in the summer. Or, or I mean, at least on the inside. Uh, part or of the in the track. fall. You do a Halloween one. Ooh. Could be fun. Overnight Halloween's uh, Scaretacular. The Scaretacular. Mm-hmm. Something like that. That could be kind of fun. Yeah. Light up the track with the neon uh, black lights or something. We could have a Ouija board seance. before the races start and haunt the track and then put like a pentagram in one of the corners and then like on fire with like candles and then uh like like go put a big circle around it and with uh what is it kosher salt you have to use and then uh (laughs) that that ain't happening Uh, there'll be no pentagrams at the plaques i can tell you that and we could sacrifice a lamb yeah and then then we can race on a haunted track (laughs) <laughs> hang on one second I didn't want this to get cold hey pass me a kickstart full disclosure I woke up at 2 o'clock today p.m. <laughs> so, I was just getting off work or getting ready to get God. off work dude <laughs> well I had it. Emerson woke me up to because he was late first he missed the bus so I had to take him to school and so oh, that interrupts well. my whole sleeping thing yeah. And and so then when I went back to sleep, the next thing I know, it's two o'clock. I wasted the entire day. I had plans today too. And I I feel mm-hmm. so depressed because I just wasted half my day. I am uh I am going to the track immediately after this to uh to work on uh to work on switching out those jumps. Our jump sections annihilated. So I'm oh, just yeah. I'm just gonna tear it all up and do do something different. When, uh, for the next round of the winter yeah, series, we got two weeks. We got two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. So not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, the, the changes I want to make, I'm gonna piece out. 
I'm going to do some tonight and then I'm going to end tomorrow and then I'm going to do some next Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So it's not so much work. Hey, did you know that uh, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group? It is. What do they do? Uh, they do mortgages. They, uh, they loan money to, uh, to people so they can own their own home. What if I live in a van? Can they, uh, can I finance my van through them? I suppose so. Would, would, if I'm living in it, would like, uh, um, would like mobile homes. Can't, don't you mortgage? Can't you mortgage a mobile home? I have no idea. No, I don't know either. Like our, our camper, we paid cash for. Anyways, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, sponsored by Pivot Lending Group. If you mention our show to uh, Don Zoller or uh, Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, go through with a home loan refinance, you get five hundred dollar lender credit or point uh, one two five off your interest rate. Hmm. Yeah. So there we go. Got that in. Feel really good about that now. The show has officially begun. Uh, hey, okay. So something I posted on our uh, social media account is I want I want the chat to chime in here, and I would really like to have you guys talk about your favorite hobbyplex moments so far not not really the show the actual like come like most of you guys that watch this have either raced or have watched races at the plex sometime and uh i don't know i just thought it'd be fun to kind of go back and uh um talk about that talk about uh your favorite moments yeah trying to think of one of mine it's been tough because I won the summer series five years in a row in mod, but that was before all the kids got good. Mine, mine's probably probably uh, bumping out of both the the both B mains and electric and nitro buggy at the Barnes race, and then getting a podium in nitro buggy and mm. uh, or getting third in nitro buggy and fifth in electric buggy. It's probably one of my favorites. I think. Um, I think that race with Brian Kinwald at the short course showdown in 2012. Yeah. Even though I lost, are you, but are but, you, are you surprised that mine is not my, my stock slash win? No, the short course, no, I'm, the not. Short course I'm, not. Showdown? I'm not. We haven't talked about that for a long time. I got my picture in a magazine over that. Yeah, you did. I saved that magazine. I still have it. I still have it. I still have it too. I mean, uh, Chili wrote that up and, there's a picture of me holding my uh, my Losi short course truck that I got like that Thursday. Yeah. There's a picture of me with my slash that I got that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm doing that again. We're going to have stock slash at the uh, truck series. I'm going to buy another slash. Yeah. Just I'm just going to pull it out of the box and race it. Somebody buy me a slash so I can race it. Mm. I think everybody should have a slash. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it'd be something. If like as everybody's second or third class was just a slash with no changes allowed, you just go race it. I think that'd be fun. I I mean, I think that's that's a good class. Yeah. But I think people would I, I see things like that and it's like, okay, as long as nobody's like wheeling like getting way out ahead, you know, there you know, there's nothing goofy going on. Well like all the cars should be. I mean, Dustin and Dustin and Alex pulled away from me and they were driving in tandem. Yeah, I know. So I mean, sometimes it's just skill. And I can I can guarantee that truck was stock. 
you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full disclosure, I sauced my tires, so. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe. Maybe the that stock, tri- stock tire doesn't take the goop. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it just slides around. No, the only reason I said 2012 short course showdown with that is because I got, I had practiced with the triple XT for, for a couple of weeks. And, you know, in my opinion, the triple XT short course truck, probably one of the best handling racing short course trucks ever. Mm-hmm. Like you could take it today. More than the SC10? Yes. Way more <sighs> than the SC10. Have you My ever SC10 driven, have you, was pretty dialed. Uh, have you ever driven a triple XT though? A triple X SCT? Yeah, I had one. Did you? Yeah, I bought I bu- I bought one, and you had to do like a billion things to it to make it drivable. Hmm. When we were going to those indoor races, remember that we went to that the Chi Town shootout, yeah, or whatever. And I had that was my second class, and that like you had to have spend like another kit's worth of money to get it up to par. Oh. I don't remember that. Dude, I've I took a ready to run Losi short course truck out of the box and raced it and didn't change a thing. Yeah, but who are you racing? I don't know. Short course people. Is that outside? Yeah, it was outside. Oh, well that's the difference. Oh, okay. I still think it's the best handling, in my opinion. I SC10's always felt loose to me. Really? Maybe that's why I like mine so much. That thing was awesome. The triple XT was always like very neutral driving. Anyways, I practiced with that for like three weeks and then I got a phone call from Kevin and uh, Gahan or Gahan, Gahan. I don't remember. I think it's Gahan. Anyways, uh, saying, Hey, we're sending you the new, uh, the new, the new 22 SCT and we want you to build it and race it for the short course showdown coming up. And I was like, what? And so I got it that Monday, built it, drove it Thursday and I hated it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely hated that truck. Practice Friday, got it to kind of work the way I wanted to, and then just raced it that week, and I ended up uh, being the TQ. Yeah, the track that was when we used to run the track with all the doors open. Yes. And yep, we were running like outdoor tires, gridirons. I used to run AK gridirons on that thing. Yeah, and double D's and uh, flipouts. Yeah, and green compound. I tried square fuzzies. This didn't work as well no, the tra- on the track. Weird. I always thought then. those would work really good, and then they didn't. I think the I think that a bar tire, like goops properly or whatever, like I think that would have been the the cat's meow mm-hmm. back then. I think it would have been really good, but it's like no, no, like we didn't know. We're 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 ignorant. Yeah, we were brand new to the, how the track works, so yeah, we had the doors open so that we wouldn't um, get so freaking hot out there. Yeah. It's kind of weird now because for the summer series, we keep the doors closed and I don't really notice it being hot. Yeah. Do you? But like, no. I mean, it's hot, but, but uh, I don't think it'd be any cooler with the doors open, honestly. It'd yeah. probably be hotter. Exactly. The, the uh, uh, but like when we started going to like 3Ds, remember that? Mm hmm. And then it's like, that's kind of like a tread tire with the, like, or a pin tire with tread or with the bar. That, that bar. Like a, treaded bar yeah or pinned bar tire but like i think that those like we started going to that stuff it's like okay like now you think about it it's like uh heck you could have run like blue uh probably blue barcodes would have been been awesome yeah sauce you know sauce properly no doubt yeah. i think once we th- the evolution of the plex once we figured out 
saucing and and we were able to start using a lower tread you know bar type tire that was out you know either from uh, proline or from j concepts even aka because what, what was the aka tire called handlebars handlebars yes we used to, i used to run the i remember running those with uh uh half uh pb blaster and half uh acetone mixed together and with the doors open even yeah. I, was, I was pulling some wheelies I think I even put like creosote or something in that too, because <laughs> I remember I remember it being black, like, yeah. like you couldn't hold it up to the light and see through it. It was it was a dark tire goop, and uh, that stuff would just cut right through the dust and uh, build all kinds of grip on that compound. Mm-hmm. Back then, you know, I think the uh, I think the sixteen nats was probably another highlight. Not as a, not as a racer, but just as 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 somebody who put in the work to get that race and you know mm-hmm. there were there wasn't any major controversy or anything really at that one was there i don't remember anything like all the tires were branded the stock yeah. guys had no problems getting tires the tires worked uh the mod classes pretty much figured themselves out uh that was when um dakota and ryan both won with their losi stuff Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest thing at that plate at that race was pit space. Yeah, maybe I never had an issue. We just, uh, I tried to do a, uh, instead of charging people for pit space, I had them go on, um, that e-ticket place for free and have them just pick a spot. Mm-hmm. And then I had all these, all these pit spaces laid out according to the map. And then I had, I'm not going to say what company it was, but I had one, one company's team manager go and move all the names around. <laughs> Oh, really? And I was like, dude, like these guys picked out these spots. You can't do that. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It wasn't a major team. It was a, it was a motor company. I'll put it that way. Oh yeah. Anyways, that was like the hard, that was like the hardest part was just, just making sure that everybody had pit space on that one. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But uh, but that race was pretty successful. There was one little change. If I w- if I could go back and do it again, I wouldn't have had that drop down on the straightaway. Yeah, I didn't like that there. That would have made it smoother. Anyway, I can think of something I would I would have changed, but I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> I beat Tom Rennerneck by one spot to get it to win an award at that one in Mod Two Wheel. Yeah. I think that might have been the last time I ever beat Tom. I was so close. Making the A main in mod truck. Mod truck, you were so close. I remember that. You were devastated. Yeah. And I uh I won the B main by like, I don't know, half a lap or something. Mm-hmm. Like I was on a mission. Yeah, and Roar doesn't do bump ups. I know. Even after was- even after the uh, comp director after that race had the XCOM vote and we all voted for bump ups and then they still don't do it to this day because it takes too takes too much time. They did it at the next the the next year at Mimi's track. Yeah, begrudgingly. Yeah. Then they made a the the race directors made a uh, decision at the races after that not to again. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Anyways, we've talked about that before. I'm not going to rehash that one. Uh, I'm going to go through the comments here real quick for the uh, for your favorite moment at the Plex so far. Let's see who do we got so far. Uh, John Haas says. Dylan's first Plex win. That's a, that's his kid. Uh, Rod Casing, Rod Casing, Rod Case 
says, mine is the dash for cash with the rhythm section on dirt. That would have been last year, right? Pro attack race. Yeah. We had our, we had our six pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler Canines here. He says, uh, when Ethan did, when Ethan did eight cartwheels, chassis slept against the wall and landed it this past weekend. Oh, so there's a fresh memory. We're making memories. We're making memories. John Haas uh, he says second in his first techno series was pretty awesome. Um, uh, uh, Lance says, uh, Lance Murray says, uh, same techno series, first nitro race. Canine says that his personally is the process in eight scale. Um, he's only had it for four or five months. Got 11th overall in one of my quals at the expert e-buggy in winter series. That's pretty good. Yeah. Rod says uh, meeting... Ryan Harris was pretty cool having Ryan Harris come up two years ago. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that was two years ago already? Yeah. Or, I mean, can I? Yeah. That's nuts. Do I? No. Uh, Lance Murray says he ran handlebars at the last Techno Series race. Did he? Yeah. wonder where he found him at. I don't know. Do they still make those? They didn't, they didn't make those for eight skill, did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. I had some. Handlebars? You're on barcodes. I know that. No, no, no. handlebars. That, no, I meant no, I meant I know that he ran barcodes. Oh, okay. I didn't even think he, he had handlebars. Yeah. I sit right across from him. I didn't notice that. No, that's where I was saying, like, I wonder where he found handlebars at. Huh. I wonder if he meant barcodes. He might have meant barcodes. Cody Mosher says he came across some videos of the Plex still uh still an outdoor with pros racing, one of the coolest videos he's ever seen. It's probably the two thousand nine. Nats. So if yeah. you go to if you look up Zen Racing, Z E N Racing on YouTube, that's um um oh god, what's his name's? Jason Schald. Jason Schald's uh YouTube channel from from way back, and he's got uh some outdoor eight scale stuff, and then he's got the entire like every single main from that from that uh that race. And he had a he had, at the time, two thousand nine, he had a really high powered it was like a TV crew cam. Yeah, it was like a TV crew cam, exactly. So he could get some yeah. really good slow-mo and he was able to to zoom in and zoom out real smooth and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Jackson Anderson says, I think my favorite moment was when I started racing uh, this past summer, learning that I wasn't as bad as I thought. And I was starting the summer off with a four wheel drive win. That would have been in a uh, 13, five wheeler actually. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was a good mo- moment for me too. Yeah. Ben uh, Huffstetler, new uh, Patreon member as well, says uh, watching the youngest girl, watching the youngest girl run the new RB10 tonight. That's awesome. Steve RC, another Patreon member, says uh, uh, Alex Alexander. That's his kid, uh, smiling always when he's racing, and he also likes uh, he likes the atmosphere at the track too. Which is, you know, that's one thing that I'm most proud of too. Is we made a real effort maybe four or five years ago to kind of change the overall culture and atmosphere at the track. I think, I think that's one thing that we've, we've really got going for us. Yeah. That's something that I strive for. Yeah. RC Carson and adventures Carson win this weekend and a nice win at pro four at the J concepts race. Who is that? What's the name? RC Carson and adventures Carson Mm -hmm. win this weekend. Caden win the wheeler last year at the crash in. Is that Mike? It might be. 
It might be Mike. Is that if you're Sanders? Mike Sanders, let us know. Oh yeah, that's Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you okay. go. See, that's what I thought. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, too. I was like Carson and Caden. Okay, it must be Sanders. Yeah. Mike Sanders. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Well, I'll keep an eye on the chat if there's any more. So that's that's good. Um, that's right. Caden did win uh, Wheeler last year, thirteen five. Yeah. So uh, I'm fixing my car this week. I should have it ready for possibly a Friday night appearance. Thirteen five Wheeler. Ooh. Okay. Not letting Emerson drive it anymore. He's just going to break it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch any of the uh, the big outdoor racing at all this weekend? I tried to. And I uh, think I felt, you know, I didn't fall asleep. I think I had something else going on. Like something pulled me away from it. I didn't sit down and watch anything straightforward, but I did I did kind of poke an eye because it was kept coming on your on your feed. And I think um, um, Mod was, was doing the live stream yeah, at, at Thunder like Alley. It, when it popped up, I was like, another race? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just have one of these? Didn't we just have a race? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Tessman posted the uh, video or a photo of him on an airplane. He's like, guess where I'm headed? And I was like, I don't know, home? Like, where else would you go? And then he went, <laughs> went across the country to Arizona to go race again. It's like, well, man. So basically this weekend was, uh, I believe, kind of a warm-up race for nationals. Yeah, at this at this new track in Arizona, and dude, that new track looks phenomenal. It's beautiful, beautiful. They're doing a really good job. It's weird because apparently there was some. I barely, I barely kept up on it, but there's there apparently there's some sort of controversy that they got that they got awarded a race when when the track wasn't even really built yet. Here, here's the thing, though. I mean, if you if you can show them where it's going to be, and you have like a. a I'm sure a 3d model of what everything's going to be. And you have all the permits to do it. Yeah. Like this is what we're going to have, you know, this is what we're going to have. This is what you're, what we're using to bid with, you know, and that, that place is awesome. What is there to complain about? This place is turning out awesome. And what if they were the only one that bid my guess, knowing what I know about roar behind the scenes for being comp director for four years is not only are they doing an excellent job of making that place awesome? And the track looks great and the surface looks great. They're probably the only one that put in a bid. So yeah. what's Roar supposed to do? Wouldn't wouldn't people get more pissed off if Roar said, oh, well, this place is the only one that bid, but uh, we're not going to accept it and we're going to go off and, and look for somewhere else? Wouldn't you get more pissed yeah. off at that than, than, yeah. than having somebody go through the, the bid process? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And bidding, And there's no money involved with bidding. That's another thing that I don't think people understand either. There's no money exchanging. To me, it looks like it worked out just fine. Yeah, it's going to work out fine. That place is going to be awesome. It's they they picked a nice time of year to have a race in Arizona. Yeah. So I mean, get over it. But uh, Tim Lime, it's Tim Lime, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's who it is. He's doing a great job with that place. Yeah. The the the, the driver's stand looks phenomenal. It's in a, a really 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 nice location. Yeah. And Thunder Alley looked amazing this weekend. Yeah. And because Thunder Alley, Thunder Alley always looks amazing this weekend. Oh. They had that whoop section right before the wall ride. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. It looked pretty sweet. <sighs> looked like it worked. If that wouldn't work, I don't know how much fun that would have been, but it looked like it worked fine. So, yeah. I had a dream this morning, and I think I think it's because I was watching a little bit of the, uh, the TN, is it TNT or TNR Fuels? TNR. TNR. I think I was watching a little bit of that last night on YouTube, and uh, and I ended up having a dream this morning um, after I got interrupted to take Emerson to school. My dream was 
that we had found an, an outdoor track location and we built a track and we put in for Nats and we got Nats and we were in the middle of nationals and we had the cops called on us because of the noise. It sounds like something that could happen. Oh, no doubt. But, uh, because it was our first race, but it was in this big park. And then over here were all these homes. So we basically built a track right next to a bunch of homes. And so then you have this night jar, wham, 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 you know, going and it had the cops called on us. Yeah. I, in- I remember, I remember the, were you, did you race the pro series race that was in Lincoln? Yes. Um, I remember cause I was out there helping cause I didn't have an eight scale and, uh, I helped build the track and I think Jamie was either running the races or he was helping with the track, but he was watering the track and it was the middle of summer and Lincoln had a watering ban mm-hmm. and the police were called on us and him and I were out there watering the track, like I was pulling the hose for him. And, uh, the, so it was like even numbers of, if, if you're like on an even street, you could water mm-hmm. on like certain days. And yep. if you're on an odd street, you could, you could water on certain days and the police came out and they're like, you need to stop watering. And Jamie's like, well, uh, it, what it came down to is Jamie goes, we're on the, we're on the corner of first and Cornhusker. Like we're picking like we're every day is our day and <laughs> we have all these people here and I'm watering the track. You can shut the water off if you want, but yeah. I'm going to water, I'm watering the track. And they left. We had, we had the cops <laughs> called on us once, uh, when I was running a Tuesday night race. Because when, oh, really? for a little while there, we were actually getting a pretty good turnout, like 50 to 60 entries, and it would go well into midnight. And the trailer park across from uh, Cornhusker, somebody over there called the cops on us. And, really? Yeah, they came out. They, the, I remember the sheriff came out and he talked to me and I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. And he's like, it's probably just the wind. He's like, it's windy today and it's blowing towards them. And I'm like, okay. And so I turned down my mic just a little bit. And at that, after that, I kind of was aware more that I shouldn't have the microphone all the way up. Yeah. You know, that's one nice thing about where we're at. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, uh, that's pretty funny. I remember that you telling me about that down there. I remember, I remember too, watering the track when it was during the drought. And, uh, I was always worried that somebody was going to call us in or whatever. Never happened. Yeah. There was always a backup though down there. You could always get the stupid water pump out and go over to the river and pull it from the river. Yeah. I used to have to do that. Really? I never did that. Dude. Really? We were pumping water out of the track every time I ran it. <sighs> we, we just get, I think we only, there's one summer we only raced like six times. Yeah. So how much water we got. <laughs> two fat. Let's see. When did I start running that track? It was 2000. 2001, 2002, and I stopped doing it in 2003. That was my last year. And uh, we, Chad and I, Chad Yost, and I, Chad Yost was a manager for East Park for a while, and then he ended up going up to corporate. But um, we had talked Hobbytown into paying for uh, water. So it was like, I remember it was cheap. It was like 3000 bucks for, for the, the water company to put in uh, a pipe and run it to the track. Mm-hmm. That was all, that was all Chad and I getting that done. And uh, I think it was also part of a new lease too. I think when, when the lease was up and we were, we were negotiating a new lease with the city, that was part of it too, is we wanted to have an actual, you know, water hose out there. But, uh, before that, the worst part of my day was getting there first thing, 
uh, unlocking the driver's stand, driving the um, golf cart out, putting the water pump in the back of the golf cart, driving over to the river, climbing down to the river, throwing the water pump in there, hooking up the hose, going back up to the to the uh, golf cart, running the hose with the golf cart. I had it all wrapped up, right? So what I would do is I just, I'd kind of hold on to it and I'd drive the golf cart back to the track and I'd unravel the hose while I'm doing it. Driving back to the river, climbing back down, firing that stupid pump up. Then you'd have to take and throw that thing into the water like three or four times for it to finally catch and start pumping water. Yeah. And then running back up to the top, drive the golf cart over to the track, grab the hose and start watering the track. And it was all dirty salt Creek water. Yeah. One time while I was doing that, uh, these, uh, these dudes were scoping out my, the water pump. They were going to steal it. No, really? Yeah. So I, I had to, I had to have, I had to wait until somebody, uh, was out there to, Mm. uh, to help me. So I, I didn't water until, uh, till there. So, uh, so we got a thing in here. Um, um, how the chat works, unless I specifically ask for something for you guys to comment on, I will, we will go back through the chat at the end of the show. If you want an answer to your question right away, you can give us money with a super chat. Super chat. Otherwise I pretty much ignore the chat until the end. So if you're watching the show for the first time and you have a question, that's how it works. So there you go. Anyways, um, back to the story really quick. Uh, so then I would have to at the end of the night, I would have to go back and put all that crap away. And it sucked. That was the main point was that it used to really suck. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I got, I got asked once, sometimes I'd leave the hose out cause I was lazy. And I remember Chad once is like, Hey, you leave the hose out again. Uh, you're no longer going to be race director. And I was like, really? <laughs> you promise? <laughs> that sounds great. Cause I, I was like kind of over it. I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. So, anyways, so again, that's how good we have it right now at the Hobbyplex. He was out there racing then, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a gas truck, and uh, you should have you told him he was in charge of hose. Yeah, you're in charge <laughs> of the hose. You go, you go, roll it up every night. You know what? Uh, that's a great idea. Somebody should be in charge of putting that away every night, and it should be you. Yeah, like, that's what I'd always do to people. Like, <laughs> hey, well, you should put the lights out. Like, you know what? That's a great idea. There, there's the lights. Do you want to? You want to grab them and put them up? Yeah. <laughs> Or complain about a jump. Yeah. Go fix it. There's yeah, just, go, there's a like, shovel. You know what? Go that, fix it. Yeah. You know what? I totally agree with you. That totally needs to be fixed. Here's the shovel. <laughs> I remember one time I went down there and uh, this was after, um, when was it? Maybe 2006 or seven or eight, somewhere in there. I don't even know. Maybe, maybe it was even later than that. Anyways, one of the jumps didn't work. Like it just didn't work. And, uh, and I was just down there as a club race. And I'm like, I'm just going to grab a shovel and go make this jump work. And so I started to like scrape it so that it would actually work. And like one of the dudes came over and didn't yell at me, but he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fixing your jump. He's like, where is this at? In Lincoln. Oh, was it really? And he was like, well, it didn't need fixed. And I'm like, oh, it needed fixed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure I knew who that, who that was actually. Yeah. The one that took the money and ran apparently. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Wait a minute. Which guy? There was more than one? Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
yeah that 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 place is like a like a uh church collection plate in a in a in like a really bad area so i'm just <laughs> clubs man i'm just i'm so i'm so cynical of clubs there's one guy that we had a uh after i'd left the guys organ the guys that organized some food bank race like you donated food and you could race for free mm-hmm. and uh race for the like if you donated food and some guy stole all the food <laughs> <laughs> like they never took it to the food bank and like those are the worst because like <laughs> all like you get the, is like cream corn and peas. Yeah, maybe like you know? pumpkin filling. Or yeah, exactly pumpkin. Pumpkin filling. pie filling, like just a bunch of garbage. Ugh. All right, let's take our pivot break, and we come back. I want to go over the results. I know you weren't there all weekend, so you probably don't care. But uh, no, I uh, care. I get plenty. There's some fun results. Plus, we had a good weekend. I want to talk about it. Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. All right, we'll be back. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. And today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities, at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector and Inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation, comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023, you're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. 
We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days. If you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so, you know, there are going to be fewer buyers and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of the higher rate environment and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, Shop and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there and the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email. And we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. You missed it. I, I have a, my, the first picture I, I, I was looking through my, my gallery and I got, I got, for some reason, I have a picture of Susanna Hoffs. Who's that? Oh my God. Anybody I know. She's the lead singer of the Bengals. Dude, if it is an 80s punk rock, I don't know what it is from the 80s. Well, maybe that or like Dylan or the Wolverines or Yellow. Like that stuff I know. All right. It's fine. Tom Petty. You know a lot of Tom Petty tunes. Yeah. Uh, It's okay. The winner is... How about some results? I'm going to go through some results. Sure, why not? We had a good weekend. It was good to be back. So last weekend we got snowed out on Friday, so you missed running Friday. Uh, we had a good we had a good Saturday even with the snow, so you, you got to do that. And then we had uh, um, onward racing last Saturday with like fifty entries. So this weekend we're kind of like back to it. So family Friday off road we had fifty two entries, carpet off road syndicate we had sixty six, and the uh, Hobbyplex Oval Winter Series we had sixty. So a lot of entries. You don't say. We don't say. So uh, Friday night was a lot of fun. Um, again, with no Trevor, that means that yours truly is uh, back in the game on Friday as being race director. Wee! I am teaching Logan Prismanis how to uh, get the computer up and uh, run the show. Logan so, will do a good job. I trust him. Yeah. So See, he actually races. He knows what the track needs. And yeah. You know what I mean? He just has to say how much time is left in the eighth scale main. <laughs> Set a point of contention. Well, no, kind of. I'll get uh, to, I'll get uh, to it here in a minute. Uh. I'll get to it here in a minute. I'll get to it here in a minute. I'll get to it. So we had uh, we had nineteen plex speckers. It was great. Good turnout. Um, Mario Quintana uh, took the win. 
Ariana Smith got a good second place, and Alex Eichler finished third. Alex Eichler was dead last at the start. At the start of the race, his car spun out. He was against the pipe and got marshaled slowly. <laughs> and he came back to get third. He just put his head down and ended up getting third. Yeah. There was a good race with Tyler uh, Remoreed and Cole Mackey. Um, uh, Cole's was running. His a, last name's Mackey. Mackey. Yeah. Like Mr. Mackey. Yeah. Um, I did not make any Mr. Mackey references though. Cause I don't, I, you know how you don't want to like make somebody uncomfortable the first time you ever meet him. Oh, okay. What I'm talking about might save your life someday. Okay. Okay, Mr. Mackey. Okay. 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 He was running a Typhon. And uh, broke out. Otherwise, he would have been up there battling. Uh, Jackie Conrad, that's uh, Emerson's friend, was there. He finished sixth. Then Mike Bannister, Trapper Bannister. Um, uh, it was actually, uh, they were running the same car. So they both made the main. So Mike let his kid Trapper um, take that. And then Jaden uh, uh, Pet Petrazak, which I always kill that last name. I always feel really bad. Anyways. Um, so good turnout, good turnout in Plexpec. There was also nine beginners uh, in, in the B main as well. So it was really good. Uh, 13.5 Wheeler, dude, we had, um, we had, I think, I think there was 12 uh, four-wheel drives there Friday. There was 10, really? 10 13.5s and two mods. And then um, uh, Dalton broke and then Caden went home. And so, uh, I just threw all 10 of them in the main. So Logan Prismanis, uh, would officially one mod cause he was the only one. Um, but John Haas took the win in 13, five. Uh, that's then it pretty was, cool. Yeah. Tyler Knine uh, was there, uh, to race dirt on Friday and carpet on Saturday. Uh, got second, uh, TJ Williams, uh, uh, finished third. Diego was fourth. Connor Hausch fifth, Steve wall. Uh, six, Jake Conrad, seventh, Dylan Haas was eighth, and Nick uh, Pritcherzak. He told me how to pronounce his last name before, and I forgot. All I'm going to ask him again. Anyways, uh, finished ninth. That's not the right way to say it? I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I always screw up those Czech names. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? <sighs> Jared Tebow, like, like corrected me once because I was I was saying it wrong oh really and now I can't remember I can't remember who I'm talking about I always do this on this show I always brain fart yeah we always forget everything I know it's like we know everything and then we go live and it's like we forgot everything I know. uh mini truggy uh Dan Gangler was there and he put down um a good one he was TQ and a win John Haas was second TJ Williams was third Steve all was fourth Connor Hausch was fifth Emerson was sixth Emerson uh his battery didn't get charged or something happened to it. I'm going to have to cycle our batteries and see which ones I can figure out are good and bad. So, but that's Emerson. He was in charge of us all, all of his own stuff. So that's uh, the way it goes. It's the way she goes. Yep. Then uh, we had a buggy class. So we had uh, Dustin and Alex and Maude. Um, um, Vanderbeek uh, got 15 laps uh, over Dustin. They finished first and second in mod. Um, TJ Williams took the win, uh, with Diego, Dylan, and Alex Eichler, uh, filling in there. And then Tom Smith also ran mod. So he officially finished third and then e-buggy. So then we had a, a good, really good turnout in e-buggy. 
and a very competitive main event. Um, I actually led for about six and a half minutes. That's pretty good. And at with about four minutes left to go, Drew Rubin King was coming for me, and Logan just needs to Logan just needs to know what to say at the right time is all. Like he was doing a good job of saying who was in the lead. He was doing a good job of saying the gaps between us. He was doing a good job of um, kind of narrating the race. The only thing he didn't talk about was how much time was left. So it, so I, I, when I saw Drew coming, I'm like, how much time is left? And then finally he said, oh, there's four minutes. And I was like, four minutes? Holy crap. Can't this just be over now? <laughs> <laughs> so I helped out a little bit too. I bobbled. Uh, and uh, Drew caught up to me really fast after that. And then he, they saw blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And uh, and that was that. So uh, Drew got by me, and then I had to hold Jackson off. And uh, Was it hard to hold Jackson off? It was. Yeah, it really was. Um, if, I think he put on my shocks. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He made a mistake. <laughs> no, hold on. He made a mistake over the triple. On the last lap, I caught back up to him. I was right on his tail. I was going to bust a move on him, and my car slid out and banged against the wall, and I needed a marshal, and that was that. So so uh, it, it was a lot closer than what it says on the, on the uh, live, live RC thing here. Dan Gangler uh, finished fourth. Dustin Hosek was fifth. John Haas was sixth. Steve Wall was uh, seventh, and, and uh, TJ didn't make it. So Was he, was he like... After the races, Jackson, like, I thought we'll talk that up and be with us. No, 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 he, no. he was, uh, he, he was, he was, he was, uh, we had a good race. I was pretty happy. Other yeah. than the fact, I mean, I was mad that I lost the way I lost. Cause, cause I was more mad at my car for being dumb it, because basically if you, if you, on the very backside of the track, if you stay within the drippy spots, you're fine. Mm-hmm. If you go into one of those drippy spots, you go against you, your car will do weird stuff. And that's what I did. So I was, pissed at that was slicks the the ticket no the track the track had no grip of friday Mm. it was it was a typical friday night kind of track where there there wasn't a groove i ran the same tires i ran saturday that's all i ever run because it doesn't matter if you had new ones or old ones it didn't matter at all so there was a little bit of tread on them put it that way i don't i don't i don't know if slicks would have been the ticket like i'm gonna run these next friday and they probably won't even wear yeah they'll be fine I just, I'm a plus, I'm not going to mount up a brand new set of ellipses for, for a club race. Cause you never know when you're going to get ellipses back. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> well, like, so like I, I started out the, like the, the eight scale season, I club raced a couple of times and I said, I was like, all right, these are my club race tires for Friday night club racing. Mm-hmm. I'm out of new, new tires and grind them or nothing. Yep. And I was competitive with that, but you guys on lower stuff was better. Yeah. And it was like, I'm not grinding them. I'm running these all like every Friday night. Like mm-hmm. no matter what, I'm going to keep free gluing them with whatever. Like this is it. These are my tires. Yep. Okay. So that was that. And then I had to uh, very quickly, um, not very quickly. Let's see. When did we get home? We got home about midnight. Emerson and mm-hmm. I did. No, we got home at like 11. It wasn't that late. Yeah. I think, I think the Plex spec main was over at 10. So that was good. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so the next day show up at nine and, uh, start racing the last round of this year's carpet off-road syndicate. I, I don't know about you. I mean, I know you haven't raced it this year, but I really like having the syndicate done, um, by the time January's around. No. Yeah. 
Oh, definitely. Like it's kind of weird to, to go right from the summer series to to the syndicate. I was gonna race it, and I was doing so many other races. I just didn't have time to commit to it. Yeah. Like, and it was nice having some weekends off. Yeah. You know. But but it, it, at first it's like, well, that's that's weird. You only get like a week in between, you know, dirt and carpet. But once you get into it, it seems like it's kind of nice to just get out of the way because then all the other tracks they can all figure out their own point series around around that you know we're racing dirt again soon march 5th oh okay we, oh, so we got three yeah. races on carpet for the uh for the um triple scoop the triple scoop and then the crash in is officially going to be our final club race our final carpet race and i'm probably going to do that from now on that's what we did last year yeah that trophy race is it that's the last carpet race of the year it makes sense yeah yeah um so uh there was some point series that were still um up for grabs. Um, Plexbeck was not one of them. Connor Hausch kind of had this one in the bag. And he actually ran all, he ran 13.5 wheeler expert stock and independent stock and did pretty good. And remember, he's driving most of it with one hand. Oh, yeah. So uh, Carson Sanders got the TQ and win in uh, Plexbeck. And I think that pushed him up to, uh, that, that locked him in for third place um, overall. Jamie Peevler got second. That have definitely locked him in. I think Jamie would have had to like bust out or had a really bad race to lose second place to Carson. Um, in fact, I think they finished one point apart. Ryan Nemec got third. He just missed out on a plaque. I, fun, funny story. Remember when I used to give that Dakota kid the wrong the wrong awards all the time? Yes. Early on in the Plex, like three yes. like three years in a row, I gave him the wrong award and had to be like sorry. <laughs> I did I, I did that to Ryan Nemec. I felt really bad. Uh, I gave him third place, and then I remembered that you put Jamie in wrong last week. And oh, so really? I had to add that time in, and I was like, sorry, dude, you didn't get third. Give, oh. me, give me that trophy back. <laughs> I felt, Devastation. I felt so bad. Anyways, uh, uh, Isabella, is, is he? he's fine. I talked to him. Isabella uh, McMullen got fourth. Um, Maya... Espec, who I believe came from Fort Dodge, finished fifth. Uh, Lakota, Lakota Clancy got sixth, and Trevor Brinkman got seventh. So Plexpec was a lot of fun. And remember, all these all these races are actually on the uh, live stream from Saturday. Uh, then you had a whole bunch of lower mains, and then stadium trucks. We actually had five stadium trucks. I think that's tied for the most we've had all season. Heck yeah. Um, Chance Roll got TQ and win. TJ Williams was second. Andrew Thomas got third. Jacob Poteet was fourth. And Carson Sanders, um, I let him run a couple of the other classes. He ended up in fifth. And then, uh, so the first big main was expert buggy. Uh, Mike Sanders got a much needed win. Um, just a little too late in the points, I think, to really challenge Chance for, uh, for that top spot. But he did pull out a win. Chance got a TQ in second, so they basically tied in points for the day. Um, John Bairding was third. That's pretty much been your top three kind of this whole time, and that's kind of how it worked out on the points. Um, Bender got a bump up and a fourth. Um, Jake Poteet finished fifth. Janet Peevler got a bump up in sixth. Corey Tannehill was seventh, and Phil Palmer finished eighth. And then uh, Mod 2-wheel drive was really fun. Um Jackson was on Ethan's butt all day. I mean, Ethan, Ethan still had hot lap, but 
uh, Jackson was there. He, 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 he really in this main, he really, he was there for at least half of it. I know that for sure. I heard, trust me. I heard all about it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) there was a, there was a points battle between Jackson, Caden Bairding, me and Brian burnt. And we all made the main, um, Brian actually qualified straight in the main too. He was right behind me. And so I needed to finish in front of Brian and I needed to finish several spots in front of Jackson to have a shot at second overall for the year. Yeah. And that didn't, that didn't happen. So then I, when I figured out that that wasn't going to happen, I had to make sure that Caden didn't finish several spots in front of me because he could have gotten third. Um, if I would have blown out and finished eighth or something. So I feel like I managed my race pretty well. Um, you had Ethan Delaire with another TQ to win the dude. Uh, so it's funny cause John Bairding called him the destroyer mm. and it's not a negative connotation. It's like he destroys everybody on the carpet. So, uh, I'm going to start using that now. He's Ethan, the, the destroyer, the destroyer, not the terror Delaire. Yeah. We need to change it to the destroyer. I like the destroyer better. Of course you do. I know. Uh, Jackson was second qualified second, finished second, drew Rubin King. Uh, picked up a spot for misqualifying, finished third. Caden Bairding uh, actually dropped down one, finished fourth. I finished fifth right behind him. Uh, Brian Burnt finished right behind me. David Peevler with bump up and seventh, and Mitchell Pavel with the bump up and eighth. So the whole race kind of figured, you know, it kind of worked out the way probably could have. Um, my Schumacher is good. I just, I, it's, I'm watching Ethan's car, and Ethan can go so much faster through these corners and I can that, that his car gets so low and doesn't want to tip over at all. And if I go too hot into a corner, my car wants to tip over right now. Hmm. So if I, if I can figure that out, I think, I think I can go a little bit faster. So we'll see what happens for the, uh, scoop. I'm actually thinking about running stock. What right? How do you run on your buggy? Like 13. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking about running stock next this week. What's dumb? Whatever. Expert stock. <laughs> it's tough. Fine. Why? I, I don't know. I don't get it. I can't win. <laughs> I'm going to run. I'm going to drop the stock. Okay, fine. I won't do it. <laughs> I don't care what you do. I just think it's funny. Like, I think I'm going to run stock. I can't win in mod, so I'm going to run stock. What do you think? <laughs> I'm not going to work on anything. Like, I'm just going to drop down the stock. <laughs> I'm not going to try and get better. <laughs> I can get faster with that car. Which one? The Schumacher on carpet. I can get fa- I can make that car faster. I know I can. Yeah. Do it. Not, not just not Ethan fast, but I can get faster. What? What? Okay. Uh, 13-5 buggy. David Peevler had a TQ and a much needed TQ and win. And he just, he just needed these guys behind him to have a really bad day to catch back up for at least third. So, uh, TQ and win. He was really fast all day in 13-5. Uh, John Berrien finished second. Chance Rolk got a third. Mike Sanders fourth. Wyatt Leonard's fifth. Andrew Thomas. This kid's getting fast, dude. Hell, oh yeah. He's getting fast. And he, and he really enjoys RC cars. I love watching kids that really enjoy coming to the track. So mm-hmm. um, he's got a lot of um, um, joy in what he's doing. So uh, Ronnie went was seventh. Janet Peebler was eighth. Um, and then uh, the last race of the day, independent buggy. You had uh, Daniel Bender getting the win. Uh, TJ Williams of the TQ in second. Andrew Thomas from the six to the three. 
Josh McMullen from the bump up to the four. Ronnie Went was fifth. Joe Schnoes uh, dropped down to six. Connor Hausch was seventh, also getting the bump up. And Phil Palmer was eighth. So overall, just a really good day. I don't know. Everybody was kind of kind of chill. Everybody was pretty happy. It seemed like where they where the finishes were. I'm going to go over the point series real quick, just to uh, give these guys their props. Where's it at? Oh shoot! I didn't post him. Oh, oh I printed him oh. off, but I didn't post him. Oh, I didn't post him. Oh, yeah. I'm so dumb. Uh, I should post him. I can tell you by memory. So, Independent Buggy had, I believe it was TJ, Daniel, and Joe Schnoes were one, two, and three. Um, in 13.5 Wheeler, I believe it was Chance, John, and Mike. In Mod 2 Wheel, it was Ethan, uh, Jackson, and me. For one, two, and three. In expert stock, it was uh, Chance, Mike, and John. In stadium truck, it was Chance, TJ, and Jake Poteet. And then in Plexpec, it would have been Connor Hausch, uh, Jamie Peevler, and Carson Sanders. I just, I just remembered all that by memory. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm wrong. And then uh, I, I probably won't go through the results here. For dirt oval, but but dirt oval. I mean, had, they get they had fifty nine, so it wasn't the seventy or so that we had, but it was still a really good. It's still a pretty dang, especially coming off of the chili bowl. You mm-hmm. think everybody be burned out, not wanting to touch their stuff for a while. Yeah. So Saturday, um, I didn't. We didn't put the carpet track away. It's actually still up right now. I think we're gonna we're gonna run mini racing on it tomorrow, and then we're gonna oh, put cool. it away. Uh, I'm going to make the kids put it away instead of me. Um, yeah. Right. Why am I going to do that? Make the kids do it. Um, Ain't no way you got time for that. But I did stay and work on the dirt oval till midnight again on Saturday. And Good on uh, you. there was a little bump in, in turn three from last time that I filled in and, uh, and took the tamper and whacked out, got the pipe all set up. I, I put a bunch of dry dirt on all the wet drippy spots that, that make bumps and I filled all them. in so the, the track was pretty good. It was a little dusty on the outside of the lanes because I did use really dry dirt to fill all that stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did use the tamper to to whack it in, and then I took the tractor around it a whole bunch. So uh, the dirt oval was good again. It it in a in a perfect world we'd be able to till it up every time. Yeah, but it's not a perfect world. So we uh we made it we made it good. We made it what it was. Right, and that's really all you can do. It's a lot of work. The oval, you'd be surprised. I mean, people, I, I wonder if oh, people yeah. know how much oh, work yeah. actually needs to be going into the oval to make it at least drivable. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Man, I want to go to the Chili Bowl so bad next year. Do you? Oh, yeah, dude. It looks really cool. Mm. I, w- I want to I race that. I'm uh, I'm really hoping. But see, I race dirt oval. Like, you know, it's kind of like it. It's kind of the way like you would like some guys would look at it, like motocross. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I, I mean, I I like watching racing. I like any kind of racing. Yeah. I watched I watched Supercross just like any other RC car driver. Yeah. Was it? Did I watch it before I was ever into RC? Nah. Oh. Did I watch the World Outlaw Sprint Car Racing and right. USAC Midgets? Yes, yes I did. Did. Yeah. did I did I race micro sprints? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just more my thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I I I did watch Supercross before. Um, 
before I, well, I shouldn't, I mean, I've always been at RC off-road, so I guess it kind of went hand in hand. I always watched Supercross or Motocross whenever I could catch it. I always watched uh, the Lucas Oil off-road stuff with the, with the trucks, you know? I watched short course racing on ESPN too, because it was on that. It was on after Thunder. So yeah. there used to be this, there used to be the show. Thursday Night Thunder, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There used to be Thursday. Uh, then they changed it to Thunder, but it was, uh, it was Dirt Oval, uh, USAC Racing, uh, or USAC Midget Racing, Silver Crown, uh, World Outlaws, but it, they'd always have like a hour long program for, uh, for Dirt Oval open wheel. It was always open wheel mm-hmm. racing and, uh, uh, short course racing was on after that. And my dad would tape them both for me. Yeah. I I remember watching short course off-road even before I was in RC. Yeah. Part I, of me I, remembers watching Jimmy Johnson race yes, exactly. uh, trophy trucks as yep. a kid. I do want to talk. So uh, uh, the 360 Sprint A main, there was, it looks like there was nine cars. And Nate Sutherland went from the six to the one. To take the win. And I don't see Craig or Gooch on here. Maybe they were burned out. They were at the Chili Bowl. Yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't blame them for missing one. Yeah. So Nate Nate took the win, then Craig Ferguson, Keegan Johnson, Phil Beardshire, Trevor Zelazny. Look at Trevor. Uh Joe Perchel, Jimmy Keenan, and Steve Flanagan and Phil Palmer. Phil Beardshire was there? Beardshire yeah. was there. Yeah, they were he was definitely there. He's my man. The 410 sprint had Phil taking the win. Uh, oh, yeah. Chris Flower, second, Nate Sutherland from the eight to the three. He must have had a really rough day at qualifying. Um, I'm gonna, I want to get one of Phil's cars. If I race Oval, I'm getting one of Phil's He's got cars. some pretty sweet ideas on his new car. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe Perchel, Tim Marks, Craig Moline. Oh, there's Craig. Huh. Kaysen Keller and Craig Ferguson. So Craig Moline was there. He, he just loves racing. Yeah. So there you go. Really good weekend. What's the name of Phil's new company? I have no idea. I should have asked him. I can't remember what it is. He was giving away boxes of, of associated shock towers, though, two weeks ago. Oh. Three weeks ago. I took a couple. I don't know what I was going to do with them, but I'm like, you're giving these away? He literally had a he literally had a box of carbon fiber associated shock towers. It's free carbon fiber. I just took them. <laughs> Can I have one? <laughs> Phil, if you're listening, I need one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need one. Get yeah, it to we don't need else. It. I don't need it. So, anyways, uh, I guess my point is, I was really proud. Of, I'm really proud of what we were able to do on a weekly basis. It seems like uh, steady, I'm proud of you too. Steady racing, you know, RC cars, just making it work, living the dream. I got my diff, re- all my diffs rebuilt. Yeah, I got all my CVDs rebuilt, and I'm waiting to rebuild my shocks until Thursday. I got parts coming for my 13.5 four-wheel drive that I'll probably work on Wednesday if they come in. So the Wednesday night live stream, I'll be working on my 13.5 wheeler. And uh, I started working on the uh, um, the uh, J Concepts regulator. I put that chassis together on the last live stream. Oh, there's a guy that went by my setup. And I, I forgot when I was sick. And I texted him and I started getting better. And I was like, uh, hey, I'm getting over being sick, but I promise I'll get you a setup. And I still haven't done it. So if you're listening, guy, I will get I'll get you a setup. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? All right, let's go through the comments real fast, and then I gotta I gotta tell a story about what happened uh, this week at the Plex too. 
I wasn't there, but I heard about it. So Emerson told me about it. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. What's, what do we got up here? So we're in the chat now. Um, Peter Renault says he got a new Boba Fett helmet. Oh, have you seen pictures of Peter's collection? Yes. It's crazy. He, he, he just texts me like random pictures of his stuff. It's yeah. great. I love it. Unfortunately, it, my new job, I just leave my phone on my desk and mm-hmm. I'm gone doing other stuff. So like I usually don't get the messages until noon or when I'm leaving. Uh, or if, if I if I get to them. Yes, I do the same thing when I'm working on the track. I leave my phone near the uh, I usually have my phone on the charger on the pit, pit area because I'm, I'm doing Bluetooth. So a yeah. lot of times I'll hear stuff, but I won't. I can't do anything about it because I'm on the tractor working. And so my wife always gets pissed at me like, how can you never text me back when I text you? And I'm like, because I'm working. I'm on the tractor. But I texted you and I knew you had your phone. I'm like, yeah, the phone's over there. So she'll like call me and I'll just I'll just ignore it. Mm-hmm. How can we don't can you? How can we don't get your phone in me? Because I don't feel like it. Once again, Gretchen does not listen to the show. She doesn't, so it's fine. Why, <laughs> speaking of that, she, she sends me, she sends me these TikToks. I cannot. I'm. I don't know about you. I don't like watching TikTok. I don't. It's annoying. Eh, eh. She keeps sending me. She's always sending me TikToks, and I'm always just. I flat out ignore them. So. Yeah. Yeah. You just start doing that. Yeah. 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 Uh, everybody's noticing your beard. Did you uh, shave it recently or cut it? No, I I washed it in hot water and shrank like this. Huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, oh, it's time. It's time. It's time for my uh, six months to a year shearing. I'm like a well. The thing. Okay, so my wake. I gotta wear a mask all day, mm. and my uh, beard is so big. My it didn't fit underneath my mask, and so I took her down and uh, streamlined her so that my mask actually fits. Now the one that I was wearing because I I wear one mask for like I don't know until it breaks. Yeah, pretty much like. Because one, there's like billions of masks in the ocean and like, like getting wet, like just litter, litter, litter. Yeah, that's true. So I use one for, I don't know, I'm, it's my own breath. I use one, one mask for a while. It's one thing about California. Like, think about it. California banned straws, but they've, but, but LA's, LA counties had this mask mandate for like two years now. Think about all the trashed masks that are taking the place of all the straws that were in the ocean no it's a, it's a real thing it's stupid um so like like uh i i use one mask for for a while and so like the one that i have it isn't broken yet so uh but it's like loose because it's all stretched out mm-hmm. from my beard but i don't know you can call me a hippie whatever i don't care <laughs> whatever I, I, don't, I don't care i just think i just think it's extremely wasteful super chat we just got a super chat hang on Hold on. Really? For how much? Let me scroll down. <laughs> Nick Nuthouse says ten dollars for being brutally honest. Uh, Margie, put me put me down for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so anyways, so they're talking about your beard. Moving on. Um, what's a good brushless combo? Michael Root says, "What's a good brushless combo I could put in my Send F four fifty? Probably probably Hobby Wing Raider on whatever." The, or uh, like they're like don't they have like a basher one like a 3650 i think is what they, yeah. the number is it's like a like a 3800 kv or something that's probably pretty mild for that i don't know yeah. if i trust the drivetrain to make that thing go crazy fast yeah i don't even know what that vehicle is it's that it's that uh it's that ford dually truck 
that's out there. A lot of guys buy them to, to put trailers behind them and, 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 uh, Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know if it, it, I would treat it like a crawler. I don't know if I'd, I'd, I'd oh, trust okay. that thing to go yeah. very fast. And definitely don't listen to what I just said. It depends on what you want to do with it. Is there a brushless crawler system anymore? Oh yeah. There's lots. Is there? Yeah. Maybe get that. Maybe get a high KV brushless crawler system for, for a crawler. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's what I think. Um, watch Wreck It Ralph two. Jay it says Jason Haley. Not sure what that was in reference to. Um, let's see. Richard Richard also mentioned it. Looks like Big Willie Wi-Fi uh, trimmed his beard. Yeah. I need to trim my hair. Speaking of that. What? I you're going to go man bun. I do. I really want to go man bun, but it's getting really... I don't know. I No, I probably won't. I, I vowed never to cut my don't, hair ever don't again. Don't do it. Go natural. Go all natural. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to slick it back. I'm going to look like the dude from Cobra Kai. Yeah. Or you're going to look like Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> I've been training dogs for 37 years. <laughs> See that helicopter Steven's- there? They call that a skippy. Why do they call that a skippy? Because it goes skip, 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 skip. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to watch that show where uh, where Steven Seagal's like a cop. So like yeah. if you're in New Orleans, if you're in New Orleans somewhere and you start getting rally, ra- rowdy, you, you could get arrested by Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Like it could happen. <laughs> Tom Segura does a great bit on it. He you does. Should, you know you should watch a, it. You know who does a really good Stephen Skull at South Park? Oh yeah. South Park's South Park's version of Stephen Skull is hilarious. Yeah. Because one of the things that makes that Stephen Seagal gets made fun of about is how he runs. And in in, in that one episode <laughs> with Stephen Seagal in it, he's running literally the same way. It's they nailed it. Anyways. Jason Haley talked about hosting an overnight event at the Plex. Um, Nick House heard about your uh, time uh, getting up for work. He says, welcome to feeling like grandpa. He's up at 4.45 a.m. every day. He turns into a pumpkin after 9.30. Who says this? Nick Nuthouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Jackson wanted to know if there's still family Friday racing. Of course there is this Friday. I'll be there. Because when you're here, you're family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Tyler Knine says uh, it was fun racing carpet for the first time. He really enjoyed the layout. Nice. Um, we did the split lane again. I made it a little harder though. Did you call it the kitchen floor? Oh, I forgot to. Oh. I'm such a loser. Should have reminded me about it. Um. Do 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 do. Uh. More Wesley Snipes. He I, I apparently just did a series with Kevin Hart. Hmm. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yep. Um, we already talked about a lot of this. Uh, Jackson says he did not mean barcodes. He actually had handlebars on his car. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. He had barcodes and handlebars. Retro. I remember handlebars were the were the bee's knees when they were out. Yeah. Ben says uh, it was, it was, he's talking about his youngest. It was her first run tonight and she loved it. Uh, I think I have a new RC buddy in the house. Thanks for all you guys do. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, I didn't do anything. 
Jason Haley wants to know why isn't there a 52 plus class in nitro 52. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. J- Jason's oh, at wait, 52. Wait a minute. Why is there a 52 plus class in nitro? I wonder if they're talking about those races that just happened. If there was a 52 plus 52, 52. That's a, huh. that seems like a very specific number. Huh? I wonder who they're trying to, I, ex- I just wonder who they're trying to keep out. Yeah, dude. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Um, <laughs> 52. Uh-huh. They probably just change it to 53. Yeah. Like it's moving up every year. <laughs> how old is, uh, how old's Barry? Barry Baker? Yeah. He's, he's gonna be at least 52, 80. He's, right? He's gonna be at least 80. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I always thought he was in his late 40s, but maybe he is 52 or 51. Or- I mean, I'm 43 now. And I mean, Barry Baker was. Not old, but I mean, he was older. Anyways. <laughs> we're going to get in trouble. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> he uh, doesn't watch the show. He's too, he good for the, yeah, he he's too good for the show. Yeah, exactly. Why would he watch the show? <laughs> uh, Tyler Knine, I need a new stock 17.5 motor. What is the fastest? I have the new Radio 1 right now, but everyone seems faster. A lot of people say Trinity. Who is this? Uh, Tyler Knine. Here, club races at the Plex? Sometimes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you have a reading motor, it's a thirteen five. You should talk to Dave Peebler. Seventeen five. Seventeen five. Yeah. Eh, same thing. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe maybe see if T, uh, uh, Dave Peebler would work it over. Yeah. He I I I I'm not sure what he charges for it, but stock motor is so subjective. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, I, every every person has their own specific brand they like. If you're gonna, if you are gonna run what you have, uh, see if you could uh, send your motor to uh, a tuner and have it tuned, and that, then you get what you have better. If you're gonna buy something, uh, I'd I'd go uh, either like the newer Reedy motors or uh, Moto, because I know both those ones are very illegal. Yeah, and it's never been in question of being not legal. Yeah. So, I've got a Moto thirteen five in my. Mm-hmm. And I and I like I like Paul Mew. Like he's a good guy. Oh, and I have a Motive Seven O mod in my uh, my new dirt yeah. car. So yeah. So I mean that, that's the way I look at it. He's a good guy. I, I he's been around for a long time. Uh, will the layout be changed for the next techno round? As a matter of fact, I'm going there tonight to work on it. I'm splitting it up into two weeks. So uh, tonight and tomorrow I'll be working on one part of the track, and then next week, Monday night and Tuesday, I'll be working on another part of the track. So there will be not a fresh layout, but a fresh layout you know what i look forward to on friday getting off work at, at 2 30 coming home get maybe taking a shower change my clothes if i feel like it i'll probably change my clothes at least and then uh driving up the flex early enough to practice yay man i can't wait i'm looking forward it's gonna be so great oh, it's gonna be so awesome i'm so happy oh let's see um John Haas uh, says that he puts the hose away almost every Thursday. He doesn't mind at all. We were talking about the hose. Yeah. So the reason I do that is so I don't get muddy at the end of the night. Because the hose is all wet. So I always I always leave it out because I don't want to get all muddy. And then I'll I'll put if, if if somebody's not there to put it back, I'll put it back myself. But usually if somebody's already there and they put it back. So there you go. That's nice of him. Yeah. Um John. Chappelle, anyone have a one eighth team associated monster truck? 
Is that like a new one? Is there a new one? Yeah, I don't know if it's 8 scale. Oh. But I thought there was a newer one. Because there's an Monster Truck. There's an MGT. Yeah. I used to have one of those. Then there's like the Rivals. The Rivals series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't don't think that was was 8 scale though. Oh. But uh, there, there is a new like monster truck that competes with like the the with the Max mm-hmm. that's in that kind of wheelhouse. That would be a good one if you're going to buy new. I'll have to look it up. Um, so sorry, John. I sorry I don't have any thoughts. I'll have to I'll have to investigate. Maybe hit me up on a Wednesday night uh, um, during the live stream during the after hours. What's new? We didn't talk about what's new, did we? Mm-mm. There wasn't really much new that I know of. I have something that's new. What's that? Uh, there's that that new J Concepts uh, servo mount. Oh, for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. for the for the six point three or the point three series. Yeah, and uh, that mounts to the bottom of the chassis. And mm-hmm. You can get it in black or aluminum. That thing's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. Uh, and I like I modified my my old one to fit on my gas truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get get a couple of those. I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, because those are one. those are nice. Yeah, and the reason why they're why they're so nice is your servo can't like tweak around or move or anything in that thing because you put those two set screws in the side of it. Yep. So it doesn't get out of uh, out of alignment. That's happened to me before. Yeah, and a little bit of weight. Yeah. Um. All right, we're almost done with the chat. There's a lot of chat. Jackson says in all caps, "I beat Alex and E buggy by the hair of his chinny chin chin." So. Um, Jason Haley says just add a super, super stock class. Um, but I don't want to do that. That's just adding another class. I'm not a huge fan of adding gazillion classes. I mean, look at, look at one of those JBRL races. I mean, he, he's a pretty successful series, but good God, there's like 18 classes. It seems like. Yeah. If there's super stock, it should be rear motor. (laughs) That'd be, (laughs) that'd be awesome. That'd be super awesome. Because it'd be like 19 turn. Yeah, kind of. That's kind of like the 19 turn now. Yeah. Uh, Andy Barrett says he's had the exact same ma- mask since this thing started. He washes it about once a week. Aw. Yeah. Doing your part. Uh, Jason Haley said uh, Wreck-It Ralph was about a video going viral. Oh. And TNR had a 52 plus class. Interesting. All right, one more. Bender. Just just chimed in. What do you do to get gold ellipses to get traction? What? Dude. Daniel, we've talked about this. I always, I don't even, I sauce them and go. Yeah. I, I put a little, a little, a little juice on them, a little extra, but. I don't even heat them up anymore. I used to heat them up. Now I don't even do that. I just, I just put sauce on them, let them sit for 10 minutes and go. I, I, I do the rag. I do that. I don't even do I, that. Yeah. I do the drill and the rag technique. Usually by the time I go out to practice, it's like halfway through Friday, there's already a groove. I yeah. put a brand new set on. I go I go run it once, and then I run it again, and then that's about it. Yeah. So. All right, we better go. We're way past our time. Yeah. So. That's okay. We're making up for the shows that we went short. That's true. Yeah, you're true. Oh, oh, real quick. I wanted to... I wanted to uh, oh, yeah, you had that story. I had a funny story. So uh, apparently a guy came in Monday... I love talking about customers on here, by the way. Um, a guy came in Monday and he demanded, uh, he wanted to return this uh, Outcast EXB roller. 
because he thought that it had been ran before. And it's a roller. So first off, no, we don't do that anyways. But second off, it's a roller. How are you going to? No. So somebody put all the electronics in and then ran it and then took them all out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so he claimed that that the body, he's like, somebody put saran wrap on the body. This is bull crap. And, <laughs> and Tim was like, that's how they come, dude. And he had to like take down, he had to like take down another truck and show this person that in fact, that's how they come. Then apparently this is a good one. Cause this happens a lot. And I see Did he this, want his money back or another one. He wanted He, at first he wanted his money back. Then he wanted the one that Tim brought down. He wanted to switch it out anyways. And Tim's like, no, there's no reason for it. But the funny part was, and this happens a lot, a lot more than I think people think he goes, it's absolutely ran, been ran before. Look at the rear tires. They're pointed inward. Yeah. This happens a lot. People, people that are new to RC don't understand why their RC car has tires pointed inwards. They, a lot of times they think it's broke. And, yeah. uh, and like I said last week, if you want to really give yourself a, a pounding headache, go to Reddit, look up the RC car subreddit. There's a lot of that in there too. Guys will take pictures of the car. Like what's wrong with this? Why is it this way? And it has to be explained that your car would basically do donuts if it didn't do that. Yeah. But this guy was sure that, that it had been uh, used and returned because the, the rear tires pointed inward. And Even a street car has a rear toe. Yeah. You know what? But you know, what's funny about situations like that? I kind of wish I was there. It was last Monday, but I wish I was there because very few instances do you get to actually enjoy the moment where you're absolutely in the right in life, yeah. you know? Right. So it, I feel like, trust me, I know. I feel like in one of these, if one of those instances, if I was there, like part of me would have just been like, come on in, let's go. Because it's like, I am, we are totally 100% in the right. You are 100% in the wrong. And this doesn't happen very often. So give me your best shot, guy. You know, like, like I just, yeah. I live for those moments. It doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it's, I crave it almost. I, I wish I was there. <laughs> You've been like, oh yeah, they come oh, with Saran yeah, on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have like the little flaps, like uh, <sighs> you go south, you're like putting chapstick on like, oh yeah, they actually oh, yeah. come that way. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that was a funny story. Yeah, and again, hopefully he's not listening. I wasn't there, so so it, I basically heard it secondhand. But uh, but apparently the guy was ready to throw hands. We should have a sign in this in the store, and uh, like advertising our podcast. Mm -hmm. And it says, "If you've had a bad experience, uh, listen to our podcast and hear all about it." <laughs> something, something like that. If you have not enjoyed your experience, please listen to our podcast. <laughs> F, F you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it just says underneath it. Hashtag F you, Brian. Hashtag F you, Brian. All right. Uh, we better go. It's been a while. We've been, yeah, we're kind of long, kind of long tonight. How many listeners did we have? Uh, I thought I saw at one point up to 27. One of these days we'll have like 50, 60, 100. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Start, everybody, start sharing this thing. Dang it. Dang it. We, we, we have one of the greatest sounding podcasts on the market. We do. Thanks know? to Weberized. Yep. For, for what we lack in, uh, content, lack in content we make up for in quality sound. of our sound. <laughs> so, 
um, and, and editing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you would please, please like, and share or whatever you got to do, maybe give us some reviews so we, uh, get more, uh, like what, okay. So what it does, like if you give us a review, five stars, please, or four stars, um, well, the maximum amount of stars is what we need. Um, more, it's more, it's more likely. What is it? Like more people will see it. Like it'll be suggested more because it is becoming more popular. So, yeah, that's why all the, that's why like, um, any, uh, anyone that you watch on like YouTube and stuff, they're always asking for comments or reviews on the podcast, uh, like on Apple and stuff. Cause it, it gets the algorithm to move you up on the list or whatever. Yeah. So we need that. Yeah. And then we can give out that gift card that we talked about giving out a year ago for <laughs> long, longer. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go work on the track. Oh, uh, this show has been brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can always find them at pivotlending.com. Ask for Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and uh, mention our show. Go through with a home loan or refinance. You get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. So get her done. All right. Thanks for listening to us. Yep. And being you. <laughs> Bye. See ya.